0: You're listening to to Huddle Huddle Up, up. a football podcast. Each week, Tony Dyer leads the huddle and tackles the hottest topics around the NFL. He's joined by guests from all around the football world, bringing their insights and reactions to the news and noise of the National Football League.
1: Subscribe now to join the huddle. Welcome back. Thursday edition. Huddle Up. There's only Thursday editions now. There used to be other additions. We're going to get more additions. We're going to get more additions. It's off-season, though, so I think we'll stick with Thursday throughout the off-season. Yeah. Maybe by regular season time, we'll... Yeah, I'm sure things will heat up around the draft and free agency. My name's Tony. That's Corey. Hi, Corey. How's it going? Find Corey on Twitter at Wonka FF. Follow him, please. I am unfairly getting all the follows. Please follow Wilky Wonka FF on Twitter. It's important to us. <laughs> Sorry, Corey. Super Bowl, obviously, just finished. The end of the 100th season of the NFL. And the only problem with having only Thursday episodes is that we really missed, we missed the mark. I mean, we can't, I don't think I can sit here and have a full episode on the Super Bowl knowing that everybody's been hearing about it for the last four days. That's just, I'm late to the dance. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. So we'll work on that. But that doesn't mean we need to that we can ignore it. Patrick Mahomes beat the 49ers in the most Patrick Mahomes way possible. Yeah. The Niners were winning that game to the last six minutes, I think it was.
0: Basically, they basically performed like I thought they would. And then Mahomes showed up. I, you said Pat Mahomes beat the 49ers, not the Chiefs,
1: which is big because that's really what happened. Well, right. Yeah. Patrick Mahomes beat the 49ers. Yeah. That's what happened.
0: Three straight games with ten point comebacks, which is incredible. I can't think of a time when Tom Brady's done that. You mentioned the uh, Super Bowl where he came back
1: from twenty eight to three against the Falcons. Yeah, another another Kyle Shanahan coach team, by the way, which is funny. Which I don't think is relevant. I want to. I I don't think so either. Yeah, I I think yeah, there were a lot of things happened in that game. I'm not blaming Kyle Shanahan for that for that choke job. Absolutely, but uh, yeah. Brady came
0: back 28-3 against the Falcons, and my argument was hey, he did that against the Texans, and then he blew him out. He was down 24 0, came back, blew him out. Um really incredible.
1: A big uh hell of a story for the playoffs this year. Here's a hot take that Corey and I share, and I'll just get out ahead of this. I Corey believes, and I believe too, and I both of us had said this to separate people, to which their heads exploded. I think that Patrick Mahomes could very easily be... I think that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in football today and could be easily considered the best quarterback that's ever played nope. football. So you,
0: you, Did I lose you? You, you didn't go balls of the wall there, man. Okay, you, go ahead. We both said he's the best
1: quarterback to ever play football, talent-wise. Okay. Right? Okay, I don't like saying it because the ensuing riot that's headed at my house, the pitchforks and the flaming <laughs> torches, yeah... Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback that's ever played football.
0: And the first person to argue, argue that's going to be like, well, he's, he hasn't done anything. Well, he's only three years in. He's only played two years. He's already got a Super Bowl under his belt. To tell me that there's never been anybody more talented than him is ridiculous. I've, I know there's the Joe Montanas, quarterbacks I haven't watched before, but believe me, if they were this good, I would have seen the tape, and they're not.
1: All, this guy is ridiculous. In all seriousness, we have to acknowledge that there are Joe Montanas, there are Peyton Mannings, there are Tom Brady's, there are there are players who have played for 15 years at the position that have accomplished incredible things, and it would be unfair after two years to say that Patrick Mahomes is greater quarterback than they are.
0: And we're not saying he's greater. We're saying he's the best talent we've ever seen and probably ever been in the NFL.
1: I'm saying that he will be greater than them. That this is the beginning. This is not like a, this is Russell Wilson won a run a super bowl in his first two years. Didn't he? Sure. I I believe he'll be greater as well. I think Russell Wilson's a hall of fame bound, but I'm not going to go out and say that Russell Wilson's the greatest quarterback that's ever played football. It's not going to happen, right? I I, I don't think there's anything he can do that makes me say that.
0: And even if Mahomes doesn't get six Super Bowls like Brady, I have a feeling he's going to be a pinnacle here in the Super Bowl for the next 15 years. He might be in the Super Bowl 10 out of these next 15 years. Doesn't mean he'll win them all, but I I just—it's hard to imagine somebody beating him.
1: What? uh, Let's make an over. Let's make a best bet. We were not going to do the best bets of the week. Here, listen. Oh, wrong sound. How much you want to make a bet I can throw a football over the mountains?
0: Best bets of the week.
1: Best bets of the week. Corey, over, under. You set the over and the under. How many Super Bowls will Patrick Mahomes win throughout his career? I think if you had to set an over under, it would be like four and a half. I'm taking the over. I am as well. Excellent. The San Francisco 49ers shouldn't be underestimated, though. I am. While well, everybody's talking about the Chiefs, I didn't even want to talk about Patrick Mahomes that long but we got caught up in the best quarterback ever thing and I really hope heads don't explode over that but I guess if they do I don't care what's interesting to me and the thing that people aren't talking about enough is that the 49ers in 2018 had a 4-12 and record they drafted Nick Bosa second overall and went from one of the worst defenses in the NFC to the best
0: did Bosa end up winning defensive player of the year?
1: ooh I don't know God damn it. We should know that anyways. We should know that. Worst to first in 2018, the 49ers allowed 435 points against that was the most in the NFC West. And then across the entire NFC, only the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had more point points scored against them, which is reasonable when you think about the tendencies of Jameis Winston. I mean, those games are high scoring games. Yeah. So that's perfectly reasonable. In reality, I would argue that's the worst defense. Jameis Winston is, uh, that, that's a different conversation for a different day, but Jameis Winston allows other teams to score points. That's just what it is. But sure, that, that's not what I'm trying to say. Second worst, second worst statistically, so that's what I have to stick with. 435 points against to 310 overnight. And that's incredible. The way that they evolved so quickly, is mind-boggling to me. Perhaps it had something to do with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't know. I don't think so.
0: No, because on the sheet here, it says they, were, uh, they had 2,300 yards rushing, which that doesn't really have a whole lot to do with Jimmy G.
1: Well, it doesn't have anything to do with Jimmy G. There's just, there are statistics out there. I wish I had them in front of me. When Jimmy Garoppolo is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, they are st- statistically nearly guaranteed to win the game if you use history as a betting metric or whatever you would bet for them to win if jimmy garoppolo is playing right he's got a really good record as a starter but without him they lose so i guess i don't know that's what's interesting to me
0: i he's getting a lot of flack right now from the media saying he choked um i it's still a team game though um They weren't able to slow Mahomes down like they did early in the game.
1: That's the problem with Mahomes. I don't want to get caught up and go back to Kansas City, but nobody's ever slowing Patrick Mahomes down. You can't shake that kid. You're right.
0: Um, And Jimmy, I mean, a lot of times in the second half, they were trying to throw the football, and they weren't getting it done. But I think part of that's not getting him in rhythm. And held the first, we talked about it last week, the two football games before this one for the 49ers, he threw it like 15 times in the last six quarters. So,
1: I mean, he hadn't thrown a football in five weeks, something like that. Yeah. I wish I had more of those stats. His, his last half of the Super Bowl wasn't, wasn't a good half for him. The team as a whole seemed to just flip itself on its end though. 2,305 total rushing yards was the second most in the league. The first was the Ravens, obviously but the 23 touchdowns on the ground were the most it's very clear that Jimmy Garoppolo was not Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't expected to be Patrick Mahomes Jimmy Garoppolo was expected to be something more like Philip Rivers sure or uh, late Peyton Manning sure Uh, you know when the duck the duck ball (laughs) the game manager
0: Sure, I, I guess yeah. He's he's a quarterback who doesn't make mistakes
1: like a. He's, that's he's it. In the that's right. Have an Belichick excellent system. defense. Score only allow three hundred and ten points against. Run the hell out of the football. Yes. Keep the time off the clock, and don't make mistakes. Yep. I think the San Francisco 49ers are going to be around for a long time, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a big part of that. It's. I think we're about to we're about to watch Jimmy Garoppolo be disrespected for like ten years. Probably. I mean, that's what's going to happen. Like Eli Manning. Yeah. Right? I mean, 17, I guess that's not exactly a fair comparison,
0: but. They've, they've definitely built the team right. We've talked about the Monstars on that defensive line. And Bosa, I mean, he showed up in the Super Bowl. Obviously, the team didn't get it done, but he was a monster in the Super Bowl. He's probably going to be the best pass rusher in the league or won the top three for the next 10 years, So, along with all the other guys. So they're, they built it right. Garoppolo is going to be a reliable quarterback for him he's not going to make mistakes so yeah I could, I could see them hanging around for a long time for sure
1: when I look at a team that went from four and 12 to 13 and three and that by all arguments was winning this they were winning the Super Bowl until the last six minutes of the game from four and 12 to 13 and three winning the Super Bowl for at least a whole half yep I wonder who can do it next.
0: Yeah, we went through a few teams. We did you, you picked one, right? I picked, well, I, I picked a couple. Okay. So I, I picked one team and I've, I've thought this throughout the year after watching them. Uh, the, my picks, the Cardinals, they have Kyler Murray. He played good football last year. He wasn't a superstar or anything, but he did win offensive rookie of the year. He's very mobile. I've, I don't know if I've said it in a podcast, but I've definitely said it off air. It's like if Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson had a baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, you did say that.
0: <laughs> and with Just the way, the way him and Russell Wilson throw the football just comes off nice and smooth. Whenever you see the ball, it looks really nice. And then he's got the speed of a Lamar Jackson. He's not quite – I wouldn't say the – he's not run focused, but he can do that if he needs to. Um, but they – they lost six games by seven points or less and they had a tie in six of those games you had the Ravens the 49ers two Super Bowl favorites the Rams who were in the Super Bowl last year who were actually a good team this year but just the way the division stacked out they didn't make it to the playoffs and then the Bucks so they were in a lot of close games this year against really good teams and they beat some good teams as well I could see them making a big jump next year, maybe like a 10-6 team, maybe better. It is a tough division. They've got the 49ers, Seahawks, and Rams in that division, but you always see a Super Bowl team fall off. I, I know we're talking about the 49ers being around for a long time, but in my eyes, I could see them possibly missing the playoffs next year. They could be back the year after, but... The way it shakes out, they could be a playoff team next year.
1: What a division. 49ers, Seahawks, Rams. Arguably, all three of those teams are playoff teams in 2020. Yeah. I mean, we could easily make that argument. And here we go with the Cardinals, the fourth, the lowly, the five and ten Cardinals.
0: Hell, any other division, if they were in any
1: other division this year, they might have been ten and six. When you think about how they faced the, the Niners twice, the Seahawks twice, and the Rams, of course, the Rams were a letdown they were let down is that the right I don't know what's the word yeah
0: I mean disappointing I think it just goes back to that division their opponents it's just a coin flip on some of those games and they didn't win the games they needed to they finished nine and seven so they're one win again when they're one win again they're one win <laughs> they're one win away from ten and six which probably puts them in the playoffs
1: were they nine and seven they were nine and seven good call the Cardinals allowed 442 points. It's striking, striking similarity to the 2018 San Francisco 49ers. You, we never know what's going to happen. Easily, one or two of these teams could could be playoff bound. And I, I agree with you. I don't see a way that the Cardinals could be worse. Kyler Murray's a year better. I saw some stats, um, some Vegas props, where he was really highly rated. I wish I remembered what that prop was. Well, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I saw a Vegas prop where he would be uh, MVP. It might have been MVP, an MVP prop. He was really high up there. It was shocking. Oh, for next year? Yeah, Yeah. it was shocking. Which, that's big coming from Vegas. Yeah, and and it wasn't like one or two or three or four. But, I mean, in the top four or five guys, five or six guys, he's immobile, young. He's small. I'm worried about him getting hurt. I'm going to be straight up about that. I'm very worried about him getting hurt. But he's accurate, just like you said, if... If Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson had a baby, it's Kyler Murray. It is. It really is. He needs some help. He needs a defense. David Johnson disappeared. Well, they just released him. Well, yeah. I'd like to say I called that. I wish that I would have had the balls to say David Johnson was done going into 2019. I didn't have it. I had just started all this, and so I was like, well, sounds kind of crazy. I'm not going to do that. Everybody likes David Johnson. They're taking him real early. I better not. Better not ruffle any feathers. Yep. Looking back on that, I regret that. I wish I would have ruffled some feathers. I didn't, so I can't claim it. I'm interested what Kenyon Drake can do. <sighs> if well, Tyler it's... Murray can develop, and if he can check down, and he has a running back that is three, a three-down skill set, which Kenyon Drake has, and they can bolster that defense in the draft, I think there's a chance. I agree with your, with your take here of the Arizona Cardinals. I do think there's a chance that the Cardinals can be at least playoff relevant.
0: Yeah. And just a quick drop in on the fantasy take. I don't think Drake's going to be that great next year. So don't, I wouldn't draft him super high, but all throughout the NFL season. I mean, the Cardinals were on TV a lot, just watching them. I mean, they looked like a pretty good football team. They just fell short a few times and I've thought this probably since halfway through the season that they're going to be a good team next year. And we're just gonna have to wait and see, wait and see.
1: You pick the Cardinals, I pick the Browns. No, next. What do you mean, next?
0: I'm tired. I'm tired of it. We've been talking about the Browns all year. I know you're a closet little Browns fan, but listen. Listen. They're never gonna be good again.
1: Hey, stop that. (laughs) Okay, okay. I'm a Closet Browns fan. We've talked about it too much. They're gonna be good again one day. They'll be nine and seven next year. They'll be all right. Since I can't pick the Browns, I'm picking the Bengals. Okay. Which is, I kind of feel like a desperation move here. I didn't write enough stats down about the Bengals. Two and 14. That's pretty rough. That's rough. That's rough. But Andy Dalton had that. (laughs) You're making Uh, an argument about Andy Dalton? No. I mean, hell. Okay, the Browns were terrible. Let's just call it what it is. The Browns, the Bengals, the Bengals were terrible. Jesus,
0: you're still trying to sneak the Browns in on us. I'm trying.
1: When you look at the last half of the season, I'm looking, I see the Bengals trying to follow the 49ers way. Okay. The offensive line was damaged. It got much healthier later in the year. And as the offensive line got healthier, we saw Joe Mixon become more and more and more effective. Joe Mixon's a three down back that San Francisco doesn't have. So maybe there's some weaknesses behind Joe Mixon, but Joe Mixon is an elite talent. He is a top end running back when he's healthy, when available. And if his fantasy numbers or his stats aren't lining up, it's because the rest of the team around him is, is not doing is, is not allowing those things as The Bengals offensive line improves. Joe Burrow's no doubt coming to town. Check that box right off. Quarterback problem is solved. And he's going to have issues. He's a rookie. I'm not pretending that Joe Burrow is some magic solution, but Joe Burrow solves part of the problem. Offensive line and a defense, that's what's stopping the Bengals from being relevant. Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green. I assume A.J. Green will be back.
0: If I had money... To bet, which I don't, because the playoffs screwed me, I would bet that A.J. Green's a New England Patriot next year. Woo! That'd be good for A.J. Green. It just seems like something that would happen. But anyways.
1: I think the Bengals could afford that and still... I would still believe the same thing. If the Bengals traded away A.J. Green and used an early pick on a wide receiver... Yeah. How many early picks do they have? I don't know.
0: I don't know. We'd have to pull that. We need to pull it up. I could see that being a draft day move, though, is, hey, in the first round, Bengals trade A.J. Green to the Pats for a second or a late first, something like that.
1: Yeah, I don't think the Bengals are that far away. I
0: just don't. So what do you think? I mean, okay, so next year, are they, what do you think they
1: are? When I look at the division, the best case is a wild card. The Ravens are relevant and will remain relevant. So let me look at, let me look real quick. Uh, AFC East. I'll call the Patriots. I'm going to look at that playoff bracket real quick. Patriots, Chiefs, Ravens. I'll pick the Colts for the AFC South. Yeah, baby. I got to, it's my job. Well, it's my duty. (laughs) The Bengals haven't have a shot at a wild card spot in 2020. That's my argument. Not, I'm not saying they're going to light the world on fire in the same way that the 49ers did. They have a legitimate shot at a playoff berth, which they've had many times in the past. Marvin Lewis talked about that with the Rooney Rule. Marvin Lewis couldn't win a playoff game, which is why he wasn't a legitimate candidate for the head coaching job in Dallas, but that's a different story. But the Bengals have been to the playoffs. I think they'll be back to the playoffs again in 2020. So
0: I'm going to help your argument a little bit here. Are you, having, you have them as a wild card because the Ravens are there?
1: Yeah, I don't think they're going to. They're not going to take the, the, take over the Ravens for the AFC North.
0: I mean, just to help you out here a little bit, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Ravens were a 7-9 team next year. I mean, that like just to help your
1: argument. like. If, but then we'll talk about the Steelers. I mean, the Steelers are in the way too. Eh. I don't like the
0: Steelers, but that's but I can't well, ignore it. Let's assume the Steelers have a normal Steelers season. They finish eight and eight. Ravens finish seven and nine. Browns finish nine and seven. And then your Bengals make a big jump. They finish ten and six. They could go in as a home team into the playoffs if they are as good as what you think they'll be, which might put them in place to make a Super Bowl run like the Niners.
1: I just think they're good enough to make it into the playoffs. Okay, that's what I think, and I don't know what happens after that. It'd be nice to see them finally get a playoff win, but I don't know if that happens.
0: Just to uh, talk about Burrow real quick. I do plan on doing a quarterbacks uh, draft rankings here in the next week or two. So we might talk about that next week. If I can get it together, I do have yeah. strong
1: opinions about all these quarterbacks. You know what we need? I want, I would love to find a way to get two two episodes throughout the week instead of doing two on one day to do two, two separate days. So that might be a good way to get a Tuesday episode in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I might talk about that. And I do have some concerns about Burrow, but I'll talk about that later.
1: You've been listening to Huddle Up, a football podcast. Subscribe on your favorite platform and
0: follow us at Huddle Up NFL and at Commissioner Mister on Twitter to keep up on the
1: latest from the NFL and stay up. in the huddle. The huddle Up. Team on three. One, two, three, three.